Welcome back. Between the Stitches, baseball only podcast. My name is Ryan. His name is Jared. We got a decent episode, Jared. Talk about the series that just went down. Talk about the weekend coming up. We got dirty slides and guys offering to fight each other. We got some great, believe it or not, Jared, some great umpire performances from this past week, which will solidify our opinions on certain subjects we'll get into. And, um, yeah, I mean, weekend preview, we already said that, but we got some good series coming up this weekend, man. Really good series. So we will dive into all those, and we will jump right into it. So thank you guys for listening, and let's go, baby. A few days have gone by in the world of baseball, but that has not that has not limited the amount of action that we've seen. We've got a lot that's gone on. Uh, a lot for my team, the Pods. A lot for your favorite team of all time, the Colorado Rockies. And uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. We'll talk about this the series that just that just passed just passed on. Today being Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday series that have unfolded. Um, <clears throat> we saw the Padres play the Reds. We saw the D-backs and Nationals playing each other. Just just blow my brains out in that series. Mets-Giants. Um, that one actually unfolded pretty, uh, pretty interestingly, Jared. Mets take two out of three from the Giants. Good for the Mets. Mets have won every series they played so far, Jared. They have won all four series they played. Um, Phillies, Rockies, Rockies take two out of three from the Phils. Uh oh, Rockies are playing a little baseball. Um, Braves, Dodgers, Dodgers win two out of three. Not shocking. Orioles, A's, blow my brains out. Uh, Rays, Cubs. I think the Cubs. Took two out of three. They, yeah, they did. Uh, Angels-Astros. We almost had a perfect game performance from Shohei Otani last night. Or was it last night? Yeah. We went yeah, five five perfect uh, five perfect innings against the uh, Astros. And then gave up a hit in the sixth. But um, shoved it. Angels, eight and five. Good for them. Um, Cardinals-Marlins. I mean... Eh, right? Not bad. I think Cardinals uh, handled their business. Yankees-Tigers. Yankees take two out of three from the Tigers, although Miguel Cabrera is one hit shy of 3,000 hits. So good for him. Um, The Blue Jays and the Red Sox. The Blue Jays and the Red Sox. I think the Blue Jays took two out of three. Yep, two out of three from the Red Sox. And then, what's the last series here? Twins-Royals. Boring. 
Mariners, Rangers. Jared, the Rangers are two and nine. Ouch. 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 Yikes. Um, so looking at the standings here, Jared. 2020 regular season standings. As of 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Thursday, April 21st, 2022. Blue Jays in first, 8-5. and five. Yankees in second, tied with the Rays at 7-6. and six. And the American League East. The Cleveland Guardians, Jared, leading the American League Central at 7-5. and five. AL West sees the Houston Astros in fourth place. Angels in first, Mariners in second, Oakland A's in third, Astros fourth, Rangers last. uh, National League East, first team to win 10 games, New York Mets, Big Apple, 10 and four, leading that division. Nobody else in that division is over 500. So Mets already have a four game lead over uh, Atlanta. NL Central, Cardinals and Brewers. Uh, half game imparted from each other. Cardinals technically in first, but Brewers have more wins. And then in the NL West, Jared got the Dodgers in first, nine and three. Rockies in second at eight and four. Padres nine and five. Giants nine and five. It's the best division in baseball at the moment, Jared, and uh, it's going to be very competitive. In those series that we previously mentioned. Jared, one of the subjects that found itself on our subject sheet for the episode today was the slide executed by Padres DH slash first baseman Luke Voigt uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, one of those games. Luke Voigt was on first base, jerks and Profar rips the ball down the line. Luke Voigt's trying to score all the way from first base. Subsequently, comes into home plate on a close play. The throw comes from the left field corner, which a lot of times, because of the alignment, puts the catcher in a pretty iffy spot. Sure enough, the throw comes right on the uh, right on the third base line. Luke Voigt comes in hard, kind of throws his hands up in the air, takes the catcher down. Tyler Stevenson actually, Jared, gives him a concussion. So Tyler Stevenson's out for at least seven days with a concussion. Those of you who've seen the slide, you know what I'm talking about. For those of you who haven't seen the slide, go look it up. Easy to find. Search Twitter, Luke Luke Voigt slide, and you'll find it. Uh, I don't know, Jared. I don't. I know I'm biased, and it's going to seem like it because I'm a Padres fan. But usually, if the catcher gets run over, gets hit, gets run into by the base runner... He's usually in the fucking way. Whether that's his fault or not, he's usually in the fucking way. And in this case, Tyler Stevenson was in the way. So as a base runner, you have two options. Either peel off, give yourself up, don't make an attempt to try to score and touch the plate, or you fucking go hard. Knock the ball loose. Do whatever you got to do. Luke Voigt tried to come in with his arms up, kind of swipe down maybe. I don't know. I didn't really see it as dirty as others did. Curious to hear your thoughts, but I think catcher needs to be prepared for that as a catcher. Just like that comes with being the the position of catcher. 
the only time I really have like a huge issue with it is if it's like like it feels like it was uh there was some malicious intent behind it. If there's a guy that's in the way and the slide just happens to kind of rough him up, I don't give a shit. Like you said, you have to be like that's kind of just part of it. It's part of the game. It's like it's like the guy with the pick off in in a similar way. It's like that pick off that happened on the base and hit the base runner right in the nuts. Did you see that? Yep, I did actually. It's 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 kind of similar to that. Like like it's just kind of part of the game. If Luke Voigt was had like bad intentions and wanted to hurt the guy yeah it's fucked up but if like luke Voigt's playing the game and like it, it things are happening a lot faster than, than than when you watch it when you watch it in slow-mo of course it doesn't it, like you know you could be like oh what an asshole but the but the real like the thing is is like these guys are playing at full speed you know you're trying to you're trying to get somewhere contact's gonna happen oh also luke Voigt's a big dude i was gonna say luke Voigt is a tonka truck He's a fucking monster. Yeah, he's, he's huge. I mean, he's ginormous. <laughs> Anytime Luke Voigt hits somebody, they're probably going to get a concussion, Jared. Just is what it is. I mean, if like for the if you're uh if you're listening or you're you're on TikTok or whatever it is, Ryan, you should clip a thing uh, one of the videos of Luke Voigt bench pressing at 135 pounds a plate on each side with a single hand. It's a joke. Just, just, just for yeah, just for like a little bit of a background of what type of guy hit Tyler Sagan. I bet you if someone a little bit smaller hit him, the catcher wouldn't have got rocked, and people wouldn't be even reacting. Hundred percent. But hundred percent. You got a fucking linebacker. You got a, you got a middle linebacker coming through, hitting you. I yeah, think. He looks uh, like a dickhead, yeah, he does look like a dickhead, and even more so, you know why he looks like a dickhead, Jared? Because the reaction from the the uh, Indian or the uh, the reaction from the Reds players was not good. Tommy Pham. Shocker, Tommy Pham, Mr. Fucking Intensity, Zero Personality, Anger Management, fucking dog shit player, Grumpy Pants, has something to say. And he called Luke Voigt's slide, quote, dirty as fuck. And he subsequently said, this is a direct quote. This is a direct quote, Jared. If Luke wants to settle it, I get down really well. Anything you want. Muay Thai. Uh, Muay Thai. How do you say Muay? Is it? Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Is that how you say it? Yeah, Muay Thai. Muay Thai is like a drink. Yeah, I know Muay Thai is a drink, but it's fucking kind of spelled like it's it. Muay, Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Yeah. Muay Thai. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he says, I get down really well. Anything. Muay Thai, whatever. Like I said, I've got an owner here who will let us use his facility. So fuck him, I'm out. First of all, Tommy Fam, just calm the fuck down. You're a grown man. Second of all, you will get pounded into the ground like a nail against Luke Voigt. Tommy Fam said, Jared, he said he knows a gym owner in San Diego from playing there for two years and that he's willing to fight Luke Voigt at the gym and settle it. And do like actual martial arts, which is just yeah, kind of yeah. yeah. So it's a weird way to call somebody out. Like, hey man, do you want to put on the gloves? Like, hey, like you know what I mean? Hey, it's do like, you well, want to? Hey, really. do you want to like fight, but with like a a strict set of like combat rules, wearing like shin pads yeah. and gloves, and like headgear? Yeah, it's like what? <laughs> like Luke Boy would be like, no, actually, I just want to fucking punch you in the mouth. How about that? And then Tommy Fan would be unconscious with a 
grizzly bear standing over him, and he'd go, fuck, bad idea. Wow, shouldn't have done that. That was a, that was a terrible. We should have done Muay Thai. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's bad. Um, but the slide was questionable. Grapples. Uh, and I'm reading this article from uh, <laughs> from Barstool Sports. So they were writing about about uh, this incident and Tommy Pham saying this stuff. It was by uh, Hubs from Barstool, and he put the link of the tweet in there. And then he goes, "Noted crazy person Tommy Pham wants to fight Luke Voigt over what he thought was a dirty slide at home plate." <laughs> Noted crazy person. Jared, I, I have a couple stories about Tommy Pham that I don't really need to get into right now, but I can tell you with 100% confidence that he is one of the most intense, uh, non-personable people in the game of baseball. And that's from multiple sources, from personal experience. He sucks. Like, fuck Tommy Pham. So, and I'd say that to his face. I would tell you, dude, you stink. You are a bad person to be around. You have a terrible personality, and I would never choose to hang out with you. Never. I would say that directly to his face. I would. I, you better not say that. You better not say that, Jack Lewis. Because so fucking, he'll Muay Thai your ass. <laughs> he'll Muay Thai me into a I'm knot or what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll Muay tongue tie yeah. your ass. Yeah, so. Riddle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, uh. Tommy Pham wants to fight Luke Voigt. It's a fucking joke. It's a bad slide. And listen, it happens. It's part of the game. Um, the only time I ever have problems with it, kind of like what you said, Jared, is if like the catcher has the ball and the guy's halfway down the line, okay, you're going to be out either way. Just give up, right? But that wasn't the case with this. Luke Voigt's a big guy. Stevenson could have dropped the ball, and he didn't. He got fucking clobbered by Luke Voigt. Is what it is, I think. And guess what? Luke Voigt was out. So, like, Reds need to just chill out. Um, also wasn't career ending injury. It was a fucking minor concussion. So whatever. Uh, so that happened. And another thing that happened, Jared, that I made sure to make note of on our Twitter page is an unbelievable performance behind the plate from our boy, Pat Hoberg, home plate umpire in the MLB Monday night, Phillies Rockies. Jared, this umpire scorecards Twitter account is a bot kind of algorithm calculated Twitter account. Umpire scorecards at ump scorecards. And they post a strike zone with a detailed breakdown of all the correct calls, missed calls, most significant and impactful calls, overall favor for a particular team based on which way the calls are going. Dude, it's crazy. Crazy detail breakdown. And it also tells you their overall accuracy and the umpire's overall consistency. These are for home plate umpires only. It tells you what the umpires performed at and what the league average is at. Okay, the league average is uh, 94% on overall accuracy and 94% on overall consistency. Our boy Pat Hoberg, Jared, he missed one pitch. In the entire game, one pitch. And by the way, it was a ball that had it caught this much. If you're not watching on YouTube, about a quarter inch of the plate. So technically, it should have been a strike, but he called it a ball and it was down and away to a left handed batter. He missed one call. That's outstanding. Unbelievable. But, but. But 
It's not. Let's hear it. You're, you're, we're sitting here talking about it, which means that it doesn't fucking happen every day. Otherwise, you wouldn't be sitting here talking about how it was such an amazing. Okay, game. okay, okay. It, yeah, it, it's I badass. Get it. It's badass, but games shift in either direction with a shitty strike call. If the pitcher doesn't get the call and he ends up walking a guy and gives up a double, fucks him. So guess if what? The batter gets gets a strike call that's a shitty call. His batting average goes down. I don't like the idea of getting away from the nostalgia of baseball, but we got to figure something out. We can't have missed calls. Here's how you do it, Jared. Here's how you do it. We can't. Can't do it. Here's how you do it. Ready? Here's how you do it. Can't do it. Here's how you do it. Because everyone talked about, and they're trying to implement it, maybe in some levels in the minor leagues, robo-umps. Here's how you keep the human umpires, you keep the robo-umps out, but you get more calls correct. Very simple solution. Pat Hoberg, after this game... MLB Umpires Union needs to release a public statement. Pat Hoberg has really has received a $1 million bonus check for missing one pitch. $1 million. On the on the counter side, on the flip side. Uh going through the umpire scorecards tweets here. Here's a good one. Uh from let's see, Wednesday, April 20th, Rangers, Mariners, Jeremy Riggs. He missed uh, 11. He called 11 pitches that were outside the zone strikes. 11 pitches. Okay. Not good. MLB umpires union comes out and they say, where does that, uh, where does that perform? It looks like he was an overall accuracy. Jared, he finished at 90%. The league average is 94%. Guess what? MLB umpires union comes out, releases a statement and says, Jeremy Riggs has been fined. Fifty thousand dollars for his performance as an umpire, or he has his pay has been docked ten percent, and you could do it monthly, you could do it weekly, whatever you want to do, but you incentivize and promote the umpires that are consistently good, and you demote and de-incentivize the bad umpires, and you weed them out, and then if the guys are bad enough for a long enough time, then they're just fucking bad umpires. And they're gone. And you bring in new guys and you repeat the process until you have a hundred and you know fucking ten umpires that are all elite. That's how it works at everything you do. The problem is they have an umpires union and they have old fucking dumbass white people that have no problem. These these old white dudes, Jared, they sit there, they're not like it's not like a racial thing or anything. They just, these guys sit back and they're old fashioned and they're like, well, Joe West has been an umpire for 47 years. He deserves a, he deserves to be an umpire. It's like, actually he doesn't because he's not good. He misses a lot of calls. So he should be an umpire. Well, I don't know. The union, I mean, we are a union after all. I mean, you were for all for one and one for all. We got to protect each other and, Joe West deserves to play for 40 years. It's like he's 63 years old. Get him out now. So it's a simple solution. You incentivize and promote the good umpires. You de-incentivize and demote the bad umpires. And you bring up new guys when the bad umpires stink. Just like how it works in baseball, Jared. If you're good at baseball, you pay more for the good guys. You don't pay as much for the bad guys. And if you're bad enough, you get sent down. Really simple. But we have the technique. We have the technology to have it just perfect, and then we just don't even have to deal with it. Uh, but it's not perfect. Thought. But it's not perfect, and it shouldn't be perfect. And here's my thing, Jared. If a guy throws 17 straight balls, and then on the 18th pitch, he's setting up for an inside fastball, and he yanks it across the plate, and it catches one one-hundredth of the outside corner, that's a ball. 
It's not a strike. It's not a strike. Uh, I, I I get what you're saying there, but if it's in the strike zone, it's a fucking strike. Nope. Disagree. It should be. I don't think the catchers should just be able to thumb a ball underneath it and catch it and frame it and make it a strike. I agree. It's like, but at the same time, there's a lot of bad. There's a lot of bad calls though. There's just a lot of bad. Calls. Oh, I get it. No, I get it. I do. I mean, I I don't I don't know how you could implement. I I get it. You're saying incentivize, but I don't know how you could implement robo umpires and still have the classic feel of baseball. You at can't. All. But it's gonna. You can't. It's gonna. Yeah, but we already got the fucking. We already got the. They're referees now, by the way. They're not umpires. Yeah. After review. After review. Uh, yeah. After review, the batter was safe at first. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, it would be interesting to see. I would. It would be. The thing is, you they do need to put it in the minor leagues for at some level and see what a perfectly called game does to the statistics. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of. Uh, I think there's gonna, there's also Jared like, a lot of those pitches where a lot of those pitches where it's a curveball, it's a big twelve six curveball, and it starts off, and it, as it's coming in its downward action, it crosses the very front corner section of the strike zone at a downward angle. Like it's you can't hit the pitch, but technically, it's a strike because it crossed right there. But by the time it's actually where where it might be hittable, or if it's an outside pitch, then it's you can't reach it. It's dead. It's too far down. It's it's a real thing. Yeah, but those guys, you're you just you're just you're literally saying that it's advantageous for the pitcher to throw a hanging breaking ball. Which have you ever no. seen what happens to a hanging breaking? It's ball? It's not advantageous. It's advantageous <laughs> for them to throw a sol- four or five straight solid fastballs on the bottom of the zone for a strike, and then throw a, a slider at the bottom of the zone under the zone, but it looks like a fastball. And then the pit, the batter swings at it. That's why batters swing at bad pitches now because they think it's a fastball. Or not bad pitches, but you know, breaking balls. I think they could try it, maybe, and like in the minor leagues where it's not as consequential and see how it unfolds, but I don't think it'll be received very well. And I've already seen actually some clips of guys getting pissed about it. And the home plate umpire's like, dude, not me. Literally, it's a robo umpire. Pitch crosses and then it tracks the ball and then it buzzes my ear and says striker ball. And I make the call. Like it's not that. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I I, th- I just don't. I, I just I, think Pat Hoberg is an exact example why we don't need robo umps, and we should never have them. I just, I just would lo- like just go look at a batting chart though. Just go look at the way that an average can shift on a single ball. So that's oh, I my, get that's it. That's my thing. I get it. I get it. 100%. That's my thing. That's all. But yeah, you, I could go either way. No, I, I, I get really it. Want, I, I mean, you're definitely shit. wrong. I don't but give I get a shit it. because. I, <laughs> No, I don't give a shit because I'm not playing Major League Baseball, so fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to. Like, it's not even cool to play, like, in the bigs. Who would want to play in the big leagues? Um, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw the video, Jared, but uh, there's a video that went around the other day of a kid, I couldn't tell you, high school or college, gives up a home run, pitcher. Batter that hits the home runs going around the bases, goes around first, goes around second. As he's coming around third, something goes into the pitcher's head that incentivizes him to run full speed at the batter around third base and lay him out. I don't know if you saw that video or not, but it went around. 
pitcher gives up the home run. Yeah, pitcher gives up a home run. Guy's coming around the bases. Unless he said something to the guy as he ran by, like, hey, your mom's fucking ugly. Then it's like, all right, maybe, right? But I just don't think that happened. I think the kid's a fucking psychopath hothead. And he lays him out, Jared. Like, crunches him out of nowhere. Like, what the fuck, dude? It's unbelievable. I was watching it, and I was like, dude, are you you watching it? Oh, my God. He fucking stuck it. Dude. Dude, let me see. Oh, my God. He fucking smokes him. Dude, he crunched him, Jared. I just want to know what he said. I want to know what he said. He must have been saying something, but he destroyed him. Oh, my God. Dude, whoever the purple team team is, that's a bitch-made team. They came out of the dugout (laughs) and shit. But, like, dude, you guys hit a home run and got fucking... Terry Tate office linebacker fucking clickety clack. Can we can uh like and there's the and there's no no one swinging, but then again, the, oh they did. They tackled him. I take it back. They had him. They fucking tackled the pitcher and we're all over him. Can you but like the other Jared, team? Can did, you can you hear this? Can you hear this if I no no hold on, hold on. I'm sharing my screen here. Can if I play it. Can you hear that? Listen to the announcer. Oh, oh my. Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh no. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. That was out of nowhere. Whoa. He just had to calm down. Well, dude, well, everyone's confused. It kind of looks like, to be honest, it looks like both, te- both teams. Oh, are oh my. <laughs> yeah, I except, mean, except everybody was confused. Baseman. Look at the, look, hold on, Tim, go back. Look at the third. Look at the, look at the Whoa, third baseman. Oh my. Like. Oh no. He, he get. Oh he, no! Oh shit! Oh Oh my! Yeah, yeah. He goes, "Oh my god, he's... fuck!" You know, like, what are we gonna do? That, yeah, that kid's a douchebag. That pitcher's gonna be. That pitcher's gonna be at some party. He's gonna, be, yeah, he's gonna think he's all sick because he went viral on the internet for being an absolute douchebag. <laughs> yeah, dude. For being hey, a I got an idea, dude. Tool. You, you got. You just got fucking titty tacked over over the wall. And like you just added insult to injury because you look bad. The guy's Dude, just enjoying his home. Yes, run. like 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 thousands of people do every year, and you just fucking just crush him like on a cheap shot too. Like you want to talk about a defenseless fucking base from <laughs> yeah. defenseless receiver. Defenseless. Like, yeah. When, when's the last time? When's the last time you expected a fucking safety to cr- come across the middle and take your head off on a fucking when you're trotting the bases on a home run? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, what a not not a fan of that. What a douchebag. Yeah, no, t- dick move. Definitely, dick move. Um, Dude, fuck that guy. Actually, fucking, let's let's do. I'll a, do. I'll do. I'll do Muay Thai with him wherever he wants. Let's, to. uh, Jerry. Let's Me start him, a new Luke segment. Let's start. Let's start a new segment on the show. We'll make it into a TikTok. But let's. Let's call it the dick move of the week. And that right there was the fucking dick move by far yeah. of the week. It's just laying a guy out. Unbelievable. Yeah. What a dick. That's a, that's that's a, a dick what move. A bad, what, a, what, a, what a bad look after you just got fucking... You got dicked and then you were a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Soft. Um, Fuck that guy. All right, Jared. Last piece here. Diving into the series weekend. Uh, this series going on this weekend. Weekend preview. 
We got a lot of good matchups, Jared. A lot of good matchups. Uh, starting off in the East, Red Sox Rays. Love it. Always love that matchup. White Sox Twins should be pretty entertaining. Blue Jays Astros. Really looking forward to that. Blue Jays Astros to see how the Blue Jays do. They got Verlander to deal with uh, game one on Friday. You got Brewers and Phillies. You got the American League Central leading Cleveland Guardians and the New York Yankees in New York. See if the Guardians come in there and make a little statement. Um, And lastly, Jared, I think what may end up being the series of the weekend, but I don't know because I'm biased, but also I'm not biased because it was electric last year. Dodgers Padres this weekend should be fun to watch. It was fun to watch last year. Um, Padres, you know, they don't have like guy like Tatis, but it's also not necessarily squaring up to be like the prime time dope pitching matchups. Like tomorrow is, uh, Nick Martinez and Luis or in, uh, Julio Rios Saturday's game is you Darvish for the Padres, but then Dodgers are TBD because Andrew Heaney got hurt. And then Sunday will probably be the best game of the series. Sean Manaya, Clayton Kershaw. That should be a good matchup. Um, yeah, oh, that, 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 Heaney one, that Heaney one, if he did get hurt, would have been a really good matchup. Yeah. Oh, Darvish, I know Darvish, Darvish is like weird because he's either really good or sometimes he's mm-hmm. relaxed, but that, I mean, that, that's his pitching in general. I feel like. Also, notable thing to keep an eye out for, as we all know, Miguel Cabrera is one hit away from 3,000. When he gets that, Jared, yeah, 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 we'll clap it up. You like you like like a guy like hey dude Miguel Cabrera is one of those guys you got you just dude love, you know? all he's, time all he's been, timer dude all time yeah just legend loves a little tequila you know yeah oh yeah maybe get maybe get gets a little buzzed up smacks the shit out of some baseballs won a triple crown what a stud yeah the only thing I think he you know might be missing from the resume but it's something that you can't really hold against guys in baseball the ring right he never got the World Series this will probably be his last year he might get. Maybe one Wait, more. Did he? No, did he never he, won a World not Series. Win one? No, not way back. Not way back in the day with the Marlins. Oh shit! Maybe he did. Now I gotta look. Yeah, he would. Don't. Yeah, he uh, he did win a ring way back in the day when Josh Beckett was on the Marlins. That was way back. It's almost hard to remember the fact no, that he was. Was it 03? On... 03? Yeah, did. I'm telling you. Marlins, he was a stud that year. Yeah, 2003 World Series. You're absolutely right. Well, I guess I'm wrong. He's got everything. Dude, two-time MVP, 11-time All-Star, seven Silver Sluggers, four batting titles, World Series champion, and a triple crown with 3,000 hits, 500 home runs. If Miguel Cabrera, Jared, is not voted in with over 90% on the first ballot, I will fucking vomit everywhere, all over myself. That's going to be in like five years or whenever he's eligible. But, dude, what a career. What a career. Yeah. Dude, I sometimes I think guys can do the. I think I get it because they the, like, but he got paid. Like, obviously, he's still probably on that huge contract he signed. He's probably still getting paid that much. He's money. signed through next so. season, so he'll probably retire after next season. Um, yeah. So I sometimes those guys, sometimes guys can play too long. I think. Oh, 100 percent. Like when I look, what do you th- like? Like Pujols is a good, like a prime example. Like, if he would have just, if he would have just. Uh, He's 39, by the way. He's Miguel Cabrera is 39. Um, so he'll be 40 at this Where's time next from? year. Is, 
Venezuela. Because he feels like, feels like he's lying about his age too. Nah. We're 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 bagging up. No, he's not. Because I because really when he did come up with the Marlins, he dude, he looked like, like a just... baby when he came up with the Marlins. Yeah. And by the way, he was he a baby like... who was taking Roger Clemens like... deep in the World Series, deep, yeah. Jared. Pool, yeah. <laughs> I'll say pool. Uh, Miguel Cabrera as a rookie looked like Pujols as a sophomore in high school. Let's just put it that way. No, it's Let's true, it dude. Way. It's fucking true. Um. So. Yeah, he signed a, a he signed an eight year contract. It looks like all the way back in two thousand fourteen, maybe fifteen. Uh, eight years, two hundred and forty million. It's a nice juicy contract. So, um, he's really good. He's still not the worst. The funny thing is, Jared, he only has well, a sixty eight. He, he can still hit. He he only has a sixty eight career WAR, which is pretty funny because Mike Trout has like a seventy six career WAR. <laughs> And Mike Trout's played like six seasons full. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, it's just, I feel like just, I feel like it's like his Miguel Cabrera was like so like oh I don't know he's been, he was so good like like ridiculously good every year and like you could basically go the last five years without like really he won by the way back to back MVPs Jared back to back MVPs he went three <laughs> he hit three forty eight. With a thousand seventy eight OPS, he hit forty four home runs and one hundred and thirty seven RBIs. Dude, that those Tigers teams, I remember playing video. Uh, that was back before I had like a PlayStation. Dude, that those Tigers teams should have won. They should have won back to back World Series. If we're being honest, was it two K baseball where they had like Maglio or Donias? Yeah, I don't know if they had him in 2012. They had Maglio like back in like the or like early 2000s. He played, I think he. I thought he. I thought he played with Cabrera. At one no, point. he did. I think it like 2007. I don't know. Maybe not. Um, this team was absolutely fucking stacked, Jared. 2012, uh, Detroit Tigers. They're batting in no particular order. This is from catcher to to outfield and DH Avila was catching oh Alex Avila was catching Prince Fielder played first Omar Infante at second Johnny Peralta at short Miggy at third uh, a combination of Brennan Bosch Austin Jackson Andy Dirks Delman Young in the outfield and DHing their pitchers Jared uh, let's see well their ace was a guy named uh, Justin Verlander ever heard of him pretty good um oh their two starter also pretty familiar guy you might know his name max scherzer does that ring a bell he's a pretty good player uh their three starter rick porcello just has a cy young under his under his belt don't worry about it doug fister wouldn't let me buster posey jared but he let doug fister that's that's one of my favorites uh drew smiley honorable sanchez their bullpen uh, Joaquin Benoit, Phil Coke was a nice lefty, and then they had Jose Valverde closing their games out. Remember Jose Valverde? He was funny. The glasses. He was. He I'm was just nice. saying, Jared. When you got when you got uh, when you got Justin Verlander going 17 and eight, Scherzer going 16 and seven. They both have Verlander. I think he might have won the Cy Young that year. Two six four ERA, 230 innings. Dude, they just they should have won a World Series. That team was so good. So good. Um 
but they didn't. So sucks for them, is what it is. Hats off to Miggy. Kind of went off on a little tangent there. But yeah, that's all right. That will do it, Jared. That'll do it for this episode of Between the Stitches. Kept it nice and short for you guys. Looking forward to the the baseball that's coming up this weekend. Um, we love you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in as usual. Check us out on social media. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Patreon. The link is in our bios, but if you don't know the link or you just want to go directly, patreon.com slash phenomfan, phenomenal fan, one or the other. Subscribe and get exclusive content. Check out our merchandise because it's kind of dope. We're going to be coming out with more of it, courtesy of Jared, the designer, who's going to be putting out some dope-ass shit. So uh, we'll we'll be putting that up, uh, you know, sometime in the future. Don't know when, but, you know, sometime in the future because the future is unknown, Jared. We don't know what's going to unfold. Actually, we do know what's going to unfold, and it's going to be Joel Embiid shooting free throws. And uh, what's the other thing that's... Always predictable. Um, oh, the uh, Padres um, finishing four to seven games under their projected win total. That's star players with big uh, with big prop lines getting into foul trouble. Yes, quarter predictable. That's basketball though. This yeah. is baseball show. You know, baseball show. Yeah. Well, you're just saying we're just talking about things that are predictable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's gonna do it. Thank you guys for tuning in as usual, and we'll catch you guys on episode eleven. 10, 11, wait, wait, this is episode 10, so we'll check you on episode 11, adios, everybody. Let's go, batter up, we're taking the afternoon off, it's a beautiful day for a home run, but even a triple's okay, we're gonna cheer. Boom.